0: Welcome. This is jazz just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 60s, and the 70s, and every now and then, some of the modern stuff. We discuss politics and social issues. We play songs I listened to as a young man, and here I am now playing them for your pleasure, and also to introduce to a younger generation that fabulous original American art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio as always. Studio as always with my good friend and co-host Lawrence Williams. Hey Larry, how you doing, brother?
1: All right, what's happening, Fonz? Everything's right. cool, man. Oh, good
0: man. How are you, man? All Another right. podcast, brother? Here we are. Yeah, are in there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for this one? Yes, indeedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, folks, we always take our podcast and uh, we always start it off with a song that addresses some issues of social justice or a poem or something that speaks to the issues of social justice. And here's a song that I like. I know I played it before in the past, but I want to play it again because I think it's relevant. Uh, Rise Up. And uh, playing it in solidarity with the struggle of the people of Gaza. Alunte continua. The struggle continues. So here's Andre Day in Rise Up uh, in support of the struggles of the people, the average person who's suffering in Gaza.
2: You're broken down that entire living life. On the merry go round, and you can't find a fighter. But I see the you, so we're gonna walk it out. Mountains, we're gonna walk it out and move And it feels like it's getting hard to breathe, and I know you feel like dying, but I promise we'll take the world to its feet. Move, I won't dance, bring it to its feet. that we have each other and for that we have each other Thousand times again, and we'll.
0: Andre day rides up it's a strong it's a song that sings to overcoming struggle and we dedicate that to the people of Gaza and their day-to-day struggle especially the children uh, and that struggle continues uh, and I I really like that song Larry yeah it's beautiful she has a beautiful voice man it's like uh, wow it's
1: very touching soul starts touching
0: yeah. well we are uh, Beginning to see quite a bit going on, uh, not only in Gaza, and Israel, but also things are beginning to move in the on this side of the ocean in terms of presidential politics. You know, Biden is the administration is talking about now, uh, and I knew he would eventually get to it—a uh, humanitarian c- ceasefire to uh, provide humanitarian aid. And if, that's the, if the Americans push that agenda, that would probably happen. But I don't know how long. Uh, you know, uh, we just had an election here, a midterm election. And people always underestimate that Joe Biden. They did it when he first went against Trump. They said he couldn't do it. He pulled it out. They did it in the last midterm. He pulled it out. And he did it again. They thought the Democrats were going to get crushed in this midterm. Across the country, the Democrats pulled out significant uh, victories. Uh, Kentucky governor, uh, Virginia, both houses, significance in, in Washington. Two things the Democrats have going for them. Well, the main thing is the abortion Everywhere where abortion was on the agenda, Republicans lost. And that's going to continue into the presidential election. And the two things they have against them is that the abortion issue and the question of Donald Trump's criminal investigation increasing, 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 that's going to play favorable for joe biden in the presidential election and when it comes down to the bottom line and people look at joe biden the old man or donald trump the criminal they're gonna go with biden
3: uh
0: so we see you know he always seems to pull it out the biden agenda uh and they can't say he's not winning he won in both midterms, they increased you know their their, their 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 control uh nationwide and uh hey, we'll see what happens man. It was an interesting election. People were talking that the Republicans were going to sweep stuff, but uh that uh taking down Roe versus Wade is coming back to bite them on the butt Larry yeah
1: um. I didn't watch the the debate last night because it's—well, uh, I, I, I don't see the—
0: uh, Oh, I didn't watch the debate.
1: Yeah, uh, but I was surprised when I got up this morning and, and found out that the Democrats had won uh, overwhelmingly. And across the country, across the country, was, was when I went to the poll, I actually voted yes, uh, on Tuesday. And they were just—you know, there wasn't anything there really except for— uh, judgeships uh, criminal and
0: yeah local local elections. local
1: election and there was one for my uh council person in my district that was it and then they had two uh two propositions that were uh that we voted on as well but uh <clears throat> I am surprised uh, <clears throat> of, of what just happened and I'm hoping that that can continue uh in terms of trump not not winning. The, one of the things that happened too that was kind of like really, really, uh, I really enjoyed was the fact that one of the guys that were uh, prosecuted for the rape in in Central Park won a oh, seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trump wanted him
0: executed. No, yeah. Trump wanted all five of them. Well, I'm just I know yeah. all five, but he yeah. he
1: was one of them. That he he wanted. yeah he won, yeah, he won the
0: Harlem seat yeah the city council yeah yeah you know it was his though because he the big race was the primary yeah. when when he won because that you know that's Harlem it's going to go Democrat yeah yeah so he had you know competition in the primary he won that yeah this was just a walkthrough. Yeah. yeah he didn't have any any yeah, uh nah, any
1: yeah. A, anybody to, yeah uh, to Harlem's compete not
0: going to elect no Republican brother that ain't happening yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah he's uh 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 moving up got a little name for himself um and now he's in the city council and we we'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes yeah and it's yeah. a new face in uh local politics uh but uh that was, he that was pretty much expected with him
1: yeah no i mean I, I i i didn't realize that he didn't have anybody he wasn't running against anybody uh and once he once he got the democratic seat that was it yeah uh,
0: when once he won the primary
1: yeah yeah once he yeah he became a
0: candidate but but the you know there was some telltales in in this election in the republican state of kentucky we took you know they reelected the democratic uh governor uh that's some stuff not heard of you know other parts of the country uh voted to continue um abortion and throughout any opposition opposed to abortion in republican red states so you know th- that that abortion issue is big yeah 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 and it's coming back on a, on the political level you know um, and they're going to play Biden's age but i think it's 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 going to be a factor in in the the in, 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 in all the way up into the election when people have the choice between him and all the crap that Trump is going to be involved in. Because Trump is already 30 points ahead of any competition. So he's going to get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and by the time it comes around a year from now, he's he's going to be some convictions or close to conviction. It's going to be serious for him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see, man. It's going to get interesting, but I'm, I'm happy that... The administration is just talking about some kind of humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. And hopefully uh, we can get that as soon as possible and begin to work towards some resolution. Israel is losing face across the whole world to, uh, opposition. I don't know if they underestimated how people are going to respond to their response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, all right, man. Hey, man, we got a good show today, man. We're featuring Sarah Vaughn, the lady herself, and Dave Brubeck. Sarah Vaughn and Dave Brubeck. Sounds great. Two two geniuses, man, two rock stars of jazz. Uh, Sarah Vaughn and her day was, you know, numero uno, numero uno. So we're going to start off with uh, with Sarah Vaughn a piece. And uh, she had a voice with a range. My God, uh, what a range. And this is a song she did with the Count Basie band. Uh, you may know this song from Frank Sinatra. Sinatra sang it, Sending the Clown.
4: Close. Isn't it?
1: Larry, I'll let you speak to that. Oh, man, that is, oh, God. She is beautiful with that her range, uh, the way that she moves uh, in a song. I mean, that arrangement was beautiful. <laughs> Sinatra did it, and Sinatra's great. His version is great, too. But this is something else. This you got is something, that right.
0: Uh, this is something else. Her pitch, her tone is yep. amazing. Yeah, exactly. I know, yeah, I like Sinatra version, but it can't even come in anywhere near the way she handled this. Yeah, and, the, and the, you know, the tempo, oh, God. Yeah. Sarah Vaughn, folks, Sarah Vaughn, the lady herself. Uh, let's get another song where you can really hear that pitch and that tone and the brilliance of her voice. This is Sarah Vaughn on a <laughs> piece called A House Is Not A Home.
4: still a chair even when there's no one sitting there but a chair is not a house and a house To hold you tight And no one there You can kiss Good night A room is still keep us of
0: The magnificent Sarah Vaughn her house is not a home man Larry the voice like that comes by you know not very often no not at, <laughs> not at all man it's just beautiful the way that she sings oh yeah what a, what a voice man so folks we are listening to Sarah Vaughn and uh, Dave Brubeck so we played two Sarah Vaughn songs uh, Sending the Clown and a house is not a home. Now, uh, let's switch up and listen to something by Dave Bubeck and his band, jazz pianist Dave Bubeck. And uh, his group, this is his probably his biggest seller. This album in which this song was on, Time Out, was one of the biggest selling jazz albums ever, ever. It became the theme song of the beat generation, uh, Take Five, Take Five so uh listen and enjoy uh, no, that's not take five <laughs> <laughs> I have take five somewhere and i have to, and I have to find take five. Uh Just give me a second man Larry. Yeah, right. no
1: problem man. It's uh, you know, uh That was one, that was one of his uh biggest biggest hits. Yeah. Uh and when you just mentioned the word beat, I was just thinking about that when I was coming in. That's funny. I was thinking about like uh beat or uh uh Beatnik and yeah. uh, Bohemian was Yeah, the, that was that that, that that was that that was that era. <laughs> yeah, the era pre pre-hipp- pre hippie era. Pre hippie era, yeah, yeah, that's
0: it. Here's Dave Bubeck, folks. Take five. Take five, Paul Desmond on alto sax, Joe Murillo on drums, Eugene Wright on bass, and Dave Bubeck on piano. And that was a very popular song. That song traveled around the world. That album, Time Out, man, was, uh, like I said, the most widely sold jazz albums ever. And it really brought jazz on the international scene. You know, he, he uh, toured with the State Department and he's, 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 the one thing about Dave Brubeck and his group, he reminds me of, in some ways, uh, the modern jazz quartet. They always wear suits. They played that sophisticated jazz. And they, you know, they kept within their avenue. They didn't try to take it outside of that avenue. And they both spread jazz. They toured the world. Uh, and, uh really popularized it and made it so much easier for jazz musicians who came after them in the 60s to travel and and uh, continue that effort. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah.
1: like, I, you know, I'm, l- I'm listening to this today and I don't remember those great solos that were on this on this, on this this song, man. Yeah. I mean, I remember oh, yeah. just the whole, you know, the take five part, yeah. you know. But, you know, uh, Desmond did a great solo uh, uh, the, the drummer did. Oh my! The drummer was way, way beautiful with his, yeah, his, his absolutely.
0: solo. absolutely. It, it's a great song, man. It's a yeah. Great, it's a great. Oh, these song. were good musicians, man. These yeah. cats were, were, were well trained, good musicians. And this is this album came out in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. So you know, you know, uh, <coughs> it helped define the generation.
1: Yeah, it was about the time that we were start just starting to like. Probably we didn't even know. No, it was, I didn't know anything about no, no jazz. No, not no, not there. No, we didn't know anything about it. But yeah. uh, it was there. It was there. Yeah, it was
0: down in the village, man. You had, yeah. you know, it was, it was, it was the music of the beatnik generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: that, yeah. you know, I, I used to love going down to the village, man. Yeah. I, I loved
0: it. Yeah, beatnik generation with its beatnik art and beatnik poetry and yeah, coffee
1: shops yeah, and poetry
0: and the yeah. whole th- the scene, man. Yeah, well, uh, Dave Brubeck, man. Uh, let's play another piece by uh, Dave Brubeck because, you know, he I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves, you know. People don't uh, play him. But here's a piece, you know, look at his brilliant arrangement. And this was done a little later in Belgium in 1964. It's called Kato Song, K-O-T-O, Kato Song. And, and you know, I guess it's... it's, it's you know, these musicians played a lot in, in, in Asia. And, you know, Bubeck, MJ Hughes, and these other folks, they introduced jazz to Japan and Korea and these other places, especially Japan, where jazz is still to this day a very popular. When I was in China, in, in Beijing, not Beijing, Shanghai, I uh, went to a jazz club. You know, it's 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 a popular international art form. I didn't realize
1: it had got, gotten to China with with yeah. the Chinese people enjoyed it as well.
0: <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Kato song. Cato song uh, recorded in Belgium, nineteen sixty four. Dave Brubeck on piano, Paul Desmond on alto sax, Joe Murillo on drums, and Eugene Wright on bass. Man, and that was Cato's song, and you can h- hear that Asian music influence. Yeah,
1: well, I was I was noticing like in the beginning, and I uh, in the beginning of the song, it sounded like an Asian instrument instead of like a, a regular. You know, normal piano. I don't know how he was able to do he that. He was playing
0: those high key. The notes of the yeah. notes of the notes. Sound yeah. is sound. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He was playing them, but right. it the, it seemed like the the, yeah. the way that it lingered uh, made, yeah. it, made, made it made sound. it sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: The, the thing about sound, whether it's language, words, or or sound in music, the sound is universal. Yeah, it, and so cultures manipulate it in, right. in a particular way, but it, but it's 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 the same. You know? yeah 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 and, just, uh,
1: just in my ear it was a different yeah. type of high pitch yeah. or oh, the high notes on the piano with yeah. the right hand but you play with the right hand i've yeah. never heard it like linger like that i don't know how yeah. he was able to do that maybe it was the pedals
0: on the on the piano that allowed him to do it i don't know uh, he uh he uh just goes to show you know when you really listen to him his creativity. Uh, where he integrated the music into a culture, yeah, the, all the culture into his music. I hope you want to look at it, but uh, it's an interesting song. Yeah,
1: oh, very, very much so. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's us, uh, Dave Bubeck, man, you know. Uh, so, folks, we're featuring Sarah Vaughn and Dave Bubeck and uh, we played some Sarah Vaughn songs and just two pieces by Dave Bubeck. Take five in Kito's song, and now we're going to play it. Go back to Sarah Vaughn and here's a piece. Uh, she sings. Uh, this was done in um, 1961. Oh uh, wow, 1961! My God, yeah. um, doing one of uh, Billie Holiday's songs. No, this is not Billie Holiday's song. This is a uh, actually a Duke Ellington song. Sent uh, in a sentimental mood. Sovon. Perfect picture this.
4: Perfect. In a sentimental mood. see the stars come through my room, while your loving attitude is like a flame that lights the gloom on the wings of every kiss, every kiss. drifts a melody so strange and sweet in this sentimental belief dream, to call you mine, to call you mine. My heart's a lighter thing since you made this night a thing divine. a dream to call you mine
0: That's Sarah Vaughn singing a song by Duke Ellington done in 1931, the song In a Sentimental Mood. Man, Larry, what can you say about that? <laughs>
1: oh, man, she's just great. That's all I can say
0: right now. That She's just great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, perfect like, pitch. Perfect. Oh, man, it was. It was. Yeah. Wow, man! Well, let's we, let's let's play one more Sarah Vaughan, man. Here's here's Sarah Vaughan doing it now. She's doing the Billie Holiday song, "Love a Man," or oh, "Where Can You Be?" Billie Holiday. This is from live from Holland in 1958, folks. This was done. Sit back and enjoy.
4: Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. It was also recorded by Billy Holiday. So I hope you enjoyed by me, Lover Man. I don't know why, but I'm feeling so sad. I long to try. Something I've never had, never had no kissing, ooh, what I've been missing, love a man The car. Isso
0: That's Sarah Vaughan, "Lover Man" or oh, "Where Can You Be," uh, live from Holland, performed in 1958. Larry, how you like her? Oh man, she's always good. Always <laughs> I always like the the range that she
1: has and uh, the smooth silkiness of her voice. Yeah, her voice is amazing. And it's really, really great. Yeah,
0: yeah, folks. So we are uh, featuring. Uh, Sarah Vaughan and Dave Brubeck, man, two unique geniuses in this uh, area of music known as jazz, you know. Sarah Vaughan the singer and Dave Brubeck the composer, piano player. Uh, and they both, you know, uh, made major contributions to uh, jazz as we know it today. Uh, so let's move on, and here's Dave Bubeck, and this is, you know, I have I've been playing pieces from his Time Out album, but if you're going to play some pieces from the Time Out album, you got to play this one, because this is so unique in terms of the timing, the way he did this, and it was influenced by his travels with the State Department all around the world, uh, picking up uh, other tempos of music, from different cultures. So here's Dave uh, Bubeck in Blue Rondo a la Turk. (music) Yeah. Blue bun, they Turk, man. Dave Brubeck. <laughs> that was something, man. Yeah, what he, an
1: arrangement. What an arrangement. We got two different temples going on at the same time. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Beautiful way yeah. to arrange
0: that. Different times and tempos, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's play another uh, Dave Brubeck song from the same album called Walt, Waltz, uh, Waltz Limp. And this is unique because it's like in a 5-4 four, four tempo, and and one thing I notice about this one is that when he plays this one, man, he plays his left hand plays the, the, the keeps the rhythm, and his right hand does the improv. Uh, and uh, it's a nice, nice piece. Let's listen to Dave Bubeck, waltz a waltz limp. That's a fantastic piece with Dave Bubeck just showing his skills, man, with the uh, left hand. He's keeping that tempo, that beat, man, you know, consistently, and he's just improvising all up and down the scales with that right hand. How'd you like that piece, Larry? That was really good.
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I like the way he plays. I, I love the way he plays. I love, yeah. the, I love the way he arranged stuff. Yeah, It is, like, really wild. It's like he's, he has a combination of... of of things that are going on at the same time, it, it makes it makes it really fascinating to, to listen yeah. to. Him. Well, you know,
0: Larry's getting to be that time, brother. Yes, indeed. This was uh, a little trip down memory lane with Sarah Vaughn and uh, Dave Brubeck. Man, how'd you enjoy it?
1: Oh, it was very good. It was very good. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hope everyone out there enjoyed the music and the, the singing with Dave. Music by Dave Brubeck and his group and Sarah Vaughn. Uh, Larry, thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for having me, I really appreciate
1: it. really enjoy myself whenever I'm here.
0: Yeah, man. You know, this is podcast 145, brother. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're moving on up there. You know, uh, so, uh, folks, as always, we're going to go out on a piece, this time by Sarah Vaughn. Over the Rainbow, and uh, I uh, hope you uh, tune in next time and uh, spread the word about our podcast, trying to get more listeners. So, until the next time, people. Sit back and enjoy Sarah Vaughn. Over the Rainbow.
4: and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. That's where you, that's where you'll
3: find
4: me, somewhere. Star and wake up where the clouds are far behind No, no.
0: Sarah Vaughn, Sarah Vaughn, peace and love to the next time.